0: Good morning, Boker Tov. Buenos dias. Sabah lecher. This is Shana Fold here with the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm here to give you the headlines so you can get caught up quickly. You're listening so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Monday, November 23rd, 2020, which means we are on episode number 93. Inching toward 100 episodes here at the Israel Daily News podcast, we're calling on our listeners to offer a sponsorship or contribution, which you can send over using the link in our show notes or by visiting anchor.fm backslash Israel Daily News backslash support. Tonight we also have our Sunset Series at 8 p.m. Israel time or 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can find that on my Facebook. We'll be hearing from a Bedouin doctor who's going to talk to us about her community, the Bedouin community. It's all a part of our mini-series called The Sons of Abraham. I'll be your host. Now, let's get to the news. Prime Minister Netanyahu visited Saudi Arabia yesterday, where he met with Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman and U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. This is the first known high-level meeting between an Israeli and Saudi leader. After none of the countries involved actually confirmed the meeting, a senior Saudi advisor just did, telling the Wall Street Journal that normalization and Iran were among the topics of discussion during the talk. But no agreements have been reached. Khan, the Israeli public broadcaster, reported that the talks also focused on the incoming Biden administration. Pompeo called the meeting constructive, while the senior Hamas spokesman, Sami Abu Zuri demanded an explanation from Saudi Arabia, calling the visit an insult to the nation and an invitation to attack Palestinian rights. Arab-Israeli lawmakers condemned the visit Saying it could spark a regional war in the final days of the Trump administration. In the most recent update, Saudi Foreign Minister Faisal bin Farhan is denying that the crown prince even met with Netanyahu. He tweeted out, no such meeting occurred. The only officials present were American and Saudi. Wow, this is crazy. This is huge news. Saudi Arabia literally spearheaded the 2002 Arab League Peace Initiative, which called for an end to normalization of relations between Israel and the entire Arab world in exchange for an Israeli withdrawal from the areas gained by Israel during the 1967 Six-Day War. The idea of the agreement was that all the Arab nations would sign on And hold strong until the day a two state solution was born. So, the fact that Saudi Arabia is now in talks, or that there are even murmurs or rumors that this could happen, is a freaking messianic moment, if you ask me. It's crazy. Like the skies are opening because this was the nation that spearheaded a movement for no normalization between the outside world and Israel. So now we are seeing that the tide is certainly turning. Video from a military drill on Sunday in the Jordan Valley is going viral on the Internet. An Israel Defense Forces tank was overturned while being loaded onto its carrier. The driver had sped up the tank and drove it at the wrong angle while trying to get it onto the loading bed. While upside down, the vehicle rocked back and forth. The driver, a 24-year-old soldier, was immediately pulled out of the tank and airlifted to Hadassah Medical Center on Mount Scopus where he was diagnosed with mild bruising. Thank God that his life was saved and that he's going to be okay. This year, communal Christmas celebrations are canceled for so many families and that includes in the place where it all got started, Bethlehem the biblical birthplace of Jesus Christ. The Palestinian health ministry is recommending that the ceremonious tree lighting in Manger Square be limited to only 50 people and that the lights go off at 9 p.m. That includes lights off for nearby restaurants as well. Recommendations for limited prayer service have also been floated as an idea. Now, this is all because of the coronavirus in the Palestinian Authority territories. The coronavirus is on the rise. Bethlehem is usually a thriving tourist destination, especially at this time of year, as you could imagine. Since Ben Gurion Airport is only open to citizens and residents of Israel, barring tourists from entering, the local economy of this historic Christian Arab town is going to be taking a big hit. The final decision from the Palestinian ministry about celebrations will be announced in the coming days. Israelis are being asked not to enter the water in any beach around the country. The health ministry is warning the public that because of massive rains, they fear polluted drainage and runoff may have entered the sea. And in the Sharon region of the country, they're recommending you stay out of the Nahal Poleg, which is a smaller waterway that officials believe sewage has entered due to a defective pipe. Ew! The Environmental Protection Agency here says that the operators are at a treatment plant working to rectify that issue and get it back to its original state as soon as possible. But in the meantime, stay out of the water. Over the weekend, convicted spy Jonathan Pollard finished his five-year parole after carrying out 30 years of a lifetime sentence behind bars for spying for Israel. He was a former Navy intelligence analyst who stole American secrets during the Cold War. He has said that he intends to come to Israel. And while Prime Minister Netanyahu congratulated him and welcomed him home, in a Jerusalem Post interview with former Prime Minister Ehud Olmer, he said Israel doesn't owe Pollard anything and that Pollard worked for a lot of money but ultimately did more harm than good. He said if the prime minister will act like he does and have a festive welcoming ceremony for Pollard, we'll pay a heavy price, and there will soon be a new administration in America that could pass blame for that behavior. And lastly, for some good futuristic uplifting news, yesterday Israel's government ratified a mutual visa exemption agreement between the UAE, or the United Arab Emirates, and Israel marking it the first agreement of its kind with an Arab country. The agreement will go into effect at the end of November, and it will allow citizens of both the UAE and Israel to fly between the two nations without the need for a visa. Prime Minister Netanyahu says this is the first Arab country with which we have signed such an agreement, and this is a step that will facilitate reciprocal tourism. All right. Well, that's it for today's news. Today is Monday, November 23rd, 2020. Tel Aviv has a low of 14 degrees Celsius and a high of 23 degrees Celsius. That's 58 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 74 degrees for the high. Don't forget to subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast or spot on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. I am everywhere. If you think this show brings you value, if you think it makes you more educated at the dinner table then send over a contribution. Today marks episode number 93. We're getting close to 100. I'd love to see financial support from my listeners by the time we get there. There's a link in the show notes where you can send your support. The site is anchor.fm backslash Israel Daily News backslash support. Listeners to submit a donation of $5 per month for the year will receive a handwritten letter by me mailed to you with a special note and even a little poem inside. If you didn't know this, I love to write poetry, and I'll send you something personalized. Listeners who send over a $20 monthly donation will get access to a one-on-one Q&A with me via Zoom. I am working on getting merchandise. And I'll let you know when those offers are available. In these last 10 episodes, as we reach nearly 100, please share the show with everyone you know. Special thanks to Candice Cohen and Jack Meltzner for their daily contributions to this show in the form of research and writing. I'll send you off today with Animal by Shanti Klin. Klen is an actress and singer in Israel. She was brought to my attention by a film producer friend of mine. Shanti says this song was written and inspired by the social journey of the entire world in such difficult times. It's a song about reconnecting and returning to our simplicity, to our animalistic instincts and Mother Earth. Enjoy this song and have a great and productive day and a wonderful week. Place with the remedy. Oh. You're a okay. man right. right.